who knew I would make it this far, they hated, they never believed me. Yeah, I would never drop the ball, I know I make it look easy. Yeah, Mayweather with the defense. I don't care what a critic got to say, I got him picking up the pieces. Yeah, so welcome back. My name is O'Neal. And I'm Anna. And we're back with the Real with the Bees podcast. So today we want to start hitting different fitness topics, more bodybuilding related, but also mm-hmm. lifestyle. And Anna, if you want to tell us about the topic today. Yeah, so we're just going to start off by talking about, I think, one of the most important things in bodybuilding, lifestyle, training, off-season, and what that kind of entails. So to you, what are like the main three things that you would say off-season's about? Well, just to start off, I think off-season is, you know, very misunderstood by a mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the phase of off-season, it help, or it creates a lot of um, bad habits and bad... I think there's a lot say? of misconceptions, yeah. Right. Like, I think people think off-season means let's go eat whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. and eat like an asshole, essentially. Right. Like, donuts, pizza, burger, like, it's a dirty book. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has that, like, ideology that it's it's... You get to eat what you want. Right. But that's not the case, right? Mm-hmm. No, and it's not. And, you know, just to define what off-season yeah. is, off-season, basically when you're in the fitness industry, there's a dieting phase and there is what we call a healing phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and also off-season can be a growth phase, so where you're kind of focusing on putting on more muscle tissue. Right, optimizing um, your hormones. Optimizing your hormones, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's not healthy to be in the, you know, Sub-digit. No, especially for females, right? Like, exactly. I would say males can go a little bit longer, but even them, like, you know, you're you're taxing your body, you're taxing your hormones, your gut, you're you're no longer, you're kind of suppressing your thyroid and everything kind of shuts down when you're in a deficit. People think, you know, you might start feeling better to a certain extent, but then there's a thir- certain threshold where stage lean is just not ideal at right. all. Um, and then, of course, for females too, you know, the reproductive system, mm-hmm. like, that really becomes a huge importance. So... I guess what we like to say off-season is like the most important for healing, recovery, performance, and just, you know, allowing yourself to just be a little bit more optimal, live a little bit more healthy, um, and that's with a little bit more body fat in you. Right. And that's one of the things we struggle with ourselves mm-hmm. is because, yeah. like, once you look a certain type of way, you don't want to go back to a way that you used to look before. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, once you get a six-pack, go back to the way you were looking before you no, had a six-pack. of course. But you kind of have to know... You have to understand that it's not healthy for you to be that lean all the time, especially like with bodybuilding and the shows that we do. It's literally going against every single thing that your body doesn't want to do. You're saying, nope, that's how I want to do it. Exactly. So it's not it's not right to do. Um, so what would you say is the right way or how is the right way? Let's start with bodybuilding first. Right. What's the right way to approach an off-season? So let's say, you know, bodybuilding-wise, you're coming out of a prep, right? Mm-hmm. I would say slowly increasing, you know, calories each you know, a couple weeks until you kind of plateau, it's going to be kind of hard, right? Because you're coming in out of a essentially starvation mode Mm -hmm. where you're dieting really hard, your body's really taxed, and then now you have to do the opposite of what you've been doing. So putting on weight, doing the exact opposite of what you've been doing your entire prep. So the Mm scale is going to go up, you're going to see a little bit more body fat on you. But if you do it the right way, it's not going to look bad. It's not going to look inflamed. It's not going to look explosive. It's just a matter of taking your time, mm-hmm. being patient, choosing the right foods, and having the same discipline you had as you did in a prep. So, you know, making sure you don't lose those bad habits mm-hmm. and understanding, like, where your mindset is. And that's really the end goal, right? Because why put all that work into a negative like, mm-hmm. output, right? Because let's say you work so hard for 20 weeks and then you have a 
three week rebound. You put twenty pounds on in three you weeks. You lose it all. You lose it all. And I've, I've been in both. I've been in both. It's crazy because like twenty twenty. I remember after Central States. That's the mm. same show we did. After that show, I had like a photo shoots and video shoots. Everything planned out. I had planned out right, so I knew I couldn't look sloppy right. afterwards. So it kept me in check. Last year, after my USAs though, when things didn't go as I planned mm-hmm. and I didn't turn mm-hmm. pro, it it really hit. hit you. you know what I mean? So I kind of went. I remember. It was 21 days. I, I tracked even my cheat meals. I was tracking only just to have an idea of how, how, how much overboard. Eating? I was eating literally, aside from like my actual meals, I would go and cheat at nighttime. I'd have seven to 10,000 calories a night. So, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I put on a 22 night? a like, night. Regardless One time, of I took my little brother. We had four restaurants back to back. Four restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which four do you remember? I remember we went to. Uh, New York City Halal Eats. Okay. You guys got to try that place out. Halal. I've never been there. Yeah. And then we went to IHOP. And <laughs> for some reason, I went to IHOP and I went to Coney Islands right afterwards. It didn't make sense. And then we hit BlackRock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But it was a lot of food that day. I can imagine. But the point is, don't try to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. We're, we're saying, like, you don't want to have that kind of rebound. But the fact that yeah. you've been in both, like, can't mm-hmm. you say, like, you felt... I felt like shit. So shitty. Yeah, I felt like shit. I mean, I couldn't. So, I remember it, I felt so bloated to the mm, point I couldn't mm. sleep on my back. I had to sleep on my side for like the whole entire time. Yeah, so yeah. that was a nightly thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. 21 days. And it was like, it was uncontrollable because I just, that's the thing that I want people to prevent. And it's that right. unhealthy habit of now I'm done. Now I've achieved what I'm supposed to now have achieved. Now I don't have a goal. Now I don't have a goal. You're always supposed to have a goal. Exactly. Health is always number one. So exactly. when you start when you stop breaking your fitness journey into cutting versus mm-hmm. bulking, mm-hmm. now it's all one journey. And now it's more of like, what's my health goals as far as like, am I trying to get leaner? Right. Am I trying to put on more muscle? And just because the goal changes, doesn't mean you're supposed to neglect your health right and, you know and what I mean? i'm really glad you actually spoke on your experience of like essentially binging right because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people don't talk about that mm-hmm. because they're they're so embarrassed by it right. but i think many competitors struggle with the concept of binging and it's hard to talk about because you don't want to be that athlete that like oh you let they let themselves go right and not just that the hormones screws up my estrogen i remember it went over the roof yeah it was insane yeah Yeah. and so how was your recovery coming out of that when did you decide okay i'm done binging i Um, need to get back on track i would say there was a lot of moving parts around that time you know Mm -hmm. people coming in and out of my life and all Mm -hmm. that so i didn't have a coach in that whole time period so i think i started getting more accountable when i did have somebody um and that's the thing, like, we've already oh, talked yeah, about yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's just an accountability thing. Yeah, for me, it's more of, like, having somebody there that I have to check in with and things like that. Um, it's just somebody, it's just having somebody else that I can't let down. Yep. You know what I mean? On the days where I don't want to do it for me. You're doing it for It's somebody for, else that I can't let people. down. Absolutely. So that really started getting me back on track, and it was just like, I'm like, how much more do I go? You know, like, this is bodybuilding. I got to own up to it. What, I didn't get what I wanted. Yep, exactly. It's not the end of the I world. would say I felt a similar experience kind of coming out of this past show, like yeah. not placing as well as I wanted to, like a lot of moving pieces in my prep mm-hmm. and, you know, the stressors that were going on while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, life happens, but like I do think like because you're working so hard towards that one goal, it, it's, it takes a lot out of you because you just spent like let's say four or five, six mm-hmm. months prepping for this one show right. for it to not go your way. Yeah. And that's like, I think one of the most, yeah. like, 
hardest pill is to swallow, mm-hmm. but then it's a reality check because you got to be real with yourself. Right. You can't make excuses saying like, oh, there was like a stack class or like, oh, it just wasn't my time or, oh, the judges overlooked me. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you didn't look the part. You weren't that pro that day. And that's, that's what yeah, it was. Exactly. And you move forward and you, and you make a notion for yourself next time. Mm-hmm. So kind of going back to like setting up what an off season is, you know, making sure you're taking, you know, you're the time to kind of self-reflect. I think that's one of the biggest things after my last show that kind of put me in check. I sat down, I mapped out exactly what I want, exactly what it's going to take. And that means following a plan until you get there. So that means reversing and not putting on a shit ton of fat, like after your, after your show, putting on you know, slowly increasing your caloric intake just like you slowly decreased it. Mm -hmm. Slowly reducing your cardio until you're in a really good, like, health spot, maintain there, and then start being in a surplus where you can actually put on muscle and make those changes for the next show date. Yeah, and exactly what you said, and honestly, that also comes into, like, really defining, giving a definition Mm -hmm. to off-season and prep. Like, we're we're both on the same Mm -hmm. level right now as far as, like, I mean, that last time we had a cheat meal, right? Right. Like we hadn't cheated in so long, and yeah. we just had one. And it felt so weird because we stopped looking at food that way. We stopped looking at, this is junk food, this is healthy right. food. Right, it's not like we have to sit because, here and finish this entire plate right now. Exactly, because now you start looking at food as a reward, mm-hmm. and obviously us as humans, we are led by two things, you know, pain and pleasure. Yeah. So if it's something that's gonna bring me pain, I'm gonna run away from it. If it's something that's gonna be, bring me pleasure, yeah, I want more of it. it. Yeah. So when you start looking at food as this is pleasurable for me, it's- Because of a habit. It becomes a, a bad connection, yeah. a bad relationship yeah. with food because yeah. now, you know, you, you start looking at it a different way. So the best advice I could give people would just be, stop breaking things down into two yeah. and start looking at it as one big process with just like you know we have seasons in life we have fall winter spring i like to call it seeing the gray what is it seeing the gray seeing the because gray. there's the black there's the white you're either in you're either out you're either like all, all right. like, i want all this and we've food talked about right this now. before i know and like i think it's really hard for people to see the gray like there's yeah. black and white so many people see it that way mm-hmm. it's like you're in it or you're not there's right. this or no there's so many in between phases that you have yeah. to see what connects yeah and that's the gray area exactly but at the end of the day it's all one one journey you know so take control of your journey stop overcomplicating things you know do what's healthy for your body that's the right. most important thing in this sport lifestyle bodybuilding whatever you want to do whatever your fitness goals might mm-hmm. be health should be your number one priority and that's exactly kind of what i want to like pinpoint too i think before you even touch stage or before even you even touch a caloric deficit so dieting Mm -hmm. like take time to heal your relationship with food because i think a lot of us you know come out of our eating disorders with competing and i don't necessarily think it heals it at all i think it only like it alters it in a different way but until you take a step back and realize what you realized it's not Mm -hmm. good or bad it's not this or that it's it's i'm chasing my goal exactly and this is what what's gonna gonna be what's gonna bring me more pleasure is it eating this pizza or you know, me saying no to it and then later winning a show. Exactly. So obviously that's not as easy as it is, right, but right. you get the point. But so. let's say, you know, you did have a cheat meal. It's not like, it's not your, you're not binging on it. Right. So that's, I guess, like healing your relationship before you even touch any of this. Mm-hmm. Because that way it's going to make your process a lot easier. You're not going to disappoint yourself. You're not going to disappoint the people who are guiding you through the process, like your coaches. Mm-hmm. You're doing everything that it takes to be the athlete you need, and like you're healed up here. So right. that after fact, you're not going to struggle with all these things. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. I view it. It's, it's really not you know rocket science. Mm-hmm. That's 
what it is because a lot of people I think they they go too much into it too much thinking just take it easy you know whether you're lowering your food to die down or you're increasing your food to bulk up it's it's steps you know and you can't be you can't you can't you can't run those steps yeah you, know, you, gotta, you can't you can't skip one exactly so i would say we're going to touch base on kind of an in season and a prep next episode just to mm-hmm. kind of talk about what that entails you know what to be geared towards and then we'll go from there yep so stay tuned for the next episode we'll catch you guys later who knew I would make it this far? They hated, they never believed me. Yeah, I would never drop the ball. I know I make it look easy. Yeah.